three. Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight's subject is, as Professor T. Love likes to say, the whap da 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 Whap da da whap whap whap. I don't know if we can use that because we don't have any rights to it, but we all know. But WAP can also mean wireless access protocol, but that's another story. Same thing. But nonetheless, what we, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What we're talking tonight about is when you have sex with someone and they got some good pussy or they got some good dick that you're hooked or you fall in love. Now, there's a difference between having sex with someone and they have a good body part <laughs> and you fall yes, in good love vagina you... and good penis okay thank you for um, <laughs> using the educated words but i'm just gonna say what it is we're talking about some good pussy or just dick okay <laughs> plain and simple okay now, good you know, we, we're going to describe what the good pussy is, which is a.k.a. good vagina. Most people who want a good pussy or good vagina are looking for it to be, because we're going to go into graphic details right now, so I, if you're not ready for this show, I don't think you should listen. But tonight we are going to talk about it. A good pussy or good vagina is one that is moist, wet, has some wetness to it, and also is tight has good muscle tone. Now, muscle tone for a lot of people, if a woman wants to generally know what her muscle tone is like in her vaginal area, you looking at that part when you raise your arm and if if when you wave goodbye, your underarm is up there waving goodbye with your hand, then you know <laughs> that you don't have very good muscle tone. Okay, because they are sort of similar, it's sort of co uh, close. So tightness is very important. And if you have some ridges, now ridges are associated usually when you are um, younger, like, you know, breaking of the vagina. So that, that means when it's being penetrated, that person feels different layers that they're breaking through. Now, if yours is just as smooth as a road that has been paved by New York City, then mm, depending on the guy, he may like it, he might not. But most people look for the ridges. No odor, okay? No smelly odor. <laughs> we clapping for that? Very, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <It's> very in <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, now, please note, uh, women obtain an odor, can obtain an odor from a man, a man when they, uh, when a man constantly comes in their vagina. Um, because and and doesn't clean it out. Once that semen stays in your body, it's like anything, ladies. If you leave out raw meat over time, it's gonna stink and it's gonna catch some flies. So your twat to dot dot dot, whatever you want to call it, um, won't be fresh. So it's important that you rinse that out, douche it out. You don't have to use Summer's Eve, and this is nothing against Summer's Eve. I would love a sponsorship, but right now, it's nothing against sponsor, uh, Summer's Eve. You could also use water and vinegar, but you need to rinse it out. Um, that's, that's right. And, and, and also, also go to the doctor. Now, yes. if you notice that you got some, if you got, if you notice you got some cottage cheese or cottage cheese looking substance or any um, lumpy substance, 
a substance on your underwear and it happens more than once, then nine times out of ten you have a yeast infection. Yeast infection and infections come in different types. So you have to really pay attention. You can go if you don't want to go to the doctor right away, you can get something over the counter. I would not recommend that, but go to the doctor and check it out. It's very important because there's a lot of um, diseases that can be carried. So generally, right. if you, do you want to add anything to the good pussy thing? Well, um, oh, most, something that's well shaved, right? Well, yeah, you know, well, well maintained. Right. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to talk about what you said about the vaginal odor. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's called bacterial vaginosis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's just caused by bacterial overgrowth. Okay, and a lot of women between the ages of 14 and 49, they've suffered from this because it consists of having a smelly discharge. So it -hmm. can come from sexual activity, things you eat, Mm -hmm. and how active you are in general. So just like what the professor said, make sure you go to the doctor. Right. And also remember, if you are having sex with a partner that is uncircumcised, it is important that if he if he doesn't clean the foreskin or the skin properly, that if that bacteria, even if you're the same partner or if he has multiple partners and he's not using a condom, it will get caught up in the skin and he'll pass it on to you. And then you may have a combination of something that you don't realize. So... If your man has a turtleneck, then you better make sure he's a good, clean guy down there. Wow. That's what and you call it, a turtleneck? Yeah, I mean, wow. Okay. I mean, that's what people call it. It's like a turtleneck. Oh, wow. <laughs> have you ever seen one? That's a new I one. I mean, too yes, bad. I have my... Yeah, in fact, <laughs> one of my old boyfriends, he was uncircumcised. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's very difficult... Um, it's very difficult for a man, especially when he gets older. The older he is, the longer it takes if he does not choose to get circumcised. If he gets uh, uncircumcised when he gets older, he runs the a risk of losing the feeling in his penis. Because if they remove the foreskin, he could it could become numb. And he could have more problems. So, wow. you know, most of the, yeah, so most of the time that's why people have that done to a man at an early age. But yeah. we're going to stay on the vagina for a minute. We're going to finish up with that. Generally, that is how you maintain a good vagina, ladies. Well-maintained. Um, if you do decide to grow hair in that area, it is important to clean. You have yeah. to wash the hair on a regular basis. You can't just, oh, well, you know, I'm natural. Okay, it's nice to be natural, but you have to wash it, okay? Just like you wash the hair on your head. You hold all kinds of crevices and you know, leftover peanut butter from the back if you ain't wiping properly and let it not be chunky peanut butter, then you really messed up. That's another story. But nonetheless, you got to clean down there to, and shave it or to, um, trim it. Right. So that's generally what a good pussy is, maintenance and so forth and so on. And how you eat your diet is important. A lot of times you can have an overflow of mucus in your body, which is not always a good thing. So all those things can cause a problem in the vaginal area. We're going to move on to what makes a good dick. Okay. Now, good dick is, that is a um, combination of things. 
One of the items is it doesn't necessarily mean size. So just because a man has a big dick does not mean he knows how to use it. Does not mean it's a good dick. It just could mean it's fucking annoying because it could be worse than childbirth. So um, <laughs> it's true. Like people think because a man has a big dick that that means he knows how to have sex. That is not true. Size has nothing to do with it. It has the motion of the ocean. He, you, you can have a small or medium-sized dick, but you may know how to work it and do everything else and move her around so you can hit the proper walls at the proper time. But if you don't know how to do that, then that's where your problem comes in. Now, also remember, or what people should take and note, and this, men, you need to understand this. If your penis is seven inches, but you got five inches of stomach and you don't know how to work that five inches of stomach, meaning you don't know how to move it in, move it away when you're trying to penetrate somebody, then that means that leaves your girlfriend with or your wife with two inches of penis left because that's all that's going to really penetrate because you got five inches of fat that you can't move around. So you need to know how to work it. There are people who are big girls, big boys, and they know how to move their fat around and, and make you think that they've been fucking you, fucking somebody skinny. So you need to learn how to work it. Because too many guys have these big, big old beer guts. And they're like, yeah, you know, I got a nice size dick. It doesn't mean anything if you got six, seven, eight inches of stomach. That takes away from what you got there because fat is fat. Not to mention all that fat can also restrict your capillaries, make it harder for you to maintain an erection. So think about that. But there's always, you know, there's always that person who has two inches of penis, but they want a girl with about 20 inches of ass. You ain't getting nowhere, baby. <laughs> Telling you that right now. Okay, so you really not have to work it. So like I said, it's very important for men. It's a little different. Yours is you have to know how to work your body. You, you know, you need to do some push-ups so you can have some arm control so you know how to lift her and move her in the right angle. The problem is, you know, some men can be just like women. You know, some women with a big ass don't move. Some men with a big dick don't move. But you got to move. That's how you make it good because you got to know how to satisfy and pay attention to your partner. Um, so motion of ocean. Same thing with men. Men have issues too. So, ladies, just like. Hello? Professor, are you there? Oh, Hello? I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Okay. Had a little... What part did you miss? I'm sorry. Well, went out for a minute. Sorry. Yeah. No, just, just repeat what you said. Where you left okay, off. Okay. Just like, just like um, men do the stink finger test, women could do the stink dick test. And what that is, is when you're in the process of giving head or about to give head or want to give head. No, really, if you want it, because I wouldn't recommend you put your mouth on something you don't know if it's tank. What you do is you give the person a hand job. And just like with a hand job, you, you squeeze from the base, go all the way to the tip. If pus comes out, then that's not something you put your mouth on, because that means that they have some kind of infection going on there. Or if an odor comes out, because an odor can come out of the urethra of a man's penis which could um, let you know that there is a problem, okay, that you do not need to take. Wow. Um, let's see. Also, the same thing. Once again, what makes a dick good is how long or if they can maintain that erection. Keeping an erection is very important. A lot of men lose that. Um, as they get older, 
penis pumps are recommended. Now, penis pumps are not just for um, enlarging your penis um, to enlarge a man's penis, but it is also good as a man gets older for circulation. Just like when a man massages his penis, it's the same concept because you want to massage and you want the circulation to go. Because remember, that's an appendage that's outside of the body, whereas a woman's sexual organ is internal. So right. she can she can she can do kegel exercises. There's a lot of things when she exercises. Is it keto it'll, or kegel? Some people say kegel. Some people say kegel. I'm not, you know. Tomato, tomato. It depends on what you say. Somebody say Kegel. And what is that for? But that is for tight, helping to tighten up the muscles. Because what most people do is what they do, what women will do is in, while they're going to the bathroom, while they're urinating, they will stop the flow of their urine. I would not recommend that because urine is supposed to be removed from the body. And basically what you're doing is you're holding a waste within your body, which could cause you more problems at a later date. If you want to exercise those parts, if you want to exercise those parts of the body, you can get um, Benoit balls, which I sell on my website, www.perzalblack.com. Um, or you can email me. There are different key goals, um, weights that you can use. And what you do is you insert them in the body and you hold them as opposed to using urine and it just helps strengthen the muscles so that when some when a male penetrates you you are basically gripping you're able to grip on the penis and what that does is that makes that's a, a stronger sensation for the man because it's like having a, a, a second a third hand down there okay okay yeah <laughs> i know but men can actually do key goal exercises. Um, I'll probably repost that on my IG account so men can see. And what they can do is they can do pelvic exercises um, where they're lay one of them is laying on your back, knees bent in the air, and then thrusting your hips up. Because just like women have um, muscles around their vaginal area men have muscles around their penis area and all those muscles are needed to maintain to help with maintaining an erection and also during ejaculation process so um it's important that men perform those there's there's different areas for the pelvic area for the man to strengthen the pelvic area so during the process of penetration, he can go deeper or he can last longer. And it's all about power and strength because um, I used to have, I believe the, the formula for sex is mass times force times acceleration. Okay. So whatever the size, which is the mass times force, the amount of force a person and ex well, acceleration and then the force because basically what he's doing he's penetrating he's going in and then he's going deeper so that's why i said men have to do now you don't have to go to the gym and be like a young arnold schwarzenegger but you should try to keep up your heart rate you should work on cardio you know because as a man as, as a man gets older 
his um, hormones go down, as we talked about it in one of our podcasts where a man suffers from andropause. The difference um, between andropause and menopause is women lose um, hormones all at once, at one specific age, whereas men lose hormones gradually over a period of time starting from the age, I think, 19 or 20. But it, it is it, it is from, well, I think it's 20 on up. And it's a gradual process. Right. But men can yeah. do, yeah. Go ahead. Well, well, you were talking about, uh, take a breath, Professor, because you're going at <laughs> know, rapid right. speed. Slow down. Um, Woo! Because it's math time. Four, seven, accelerate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they were saying that the Kegel exercises for men also support the bladder um it also mm-hmm. if you're having incontinence meaning you know you have mm-hmm. a problem you urinate a lot um and bowel function so it's not only um good for sexual function it's good for bladder and bowel mm-hmm. and especially if a man has had prostate cancer as well right it's, it's that the same concept applies for women because when women use Kegel exercises, it also strengthens the pelvic wall. Because right. a lot of times when women get old, some women, I'm not going to say every woman, and it also depends on how well she takes care of herself um, and exercise, and maybe not if it's a medical condition, the pelvic wall can weaken. And that's why a lot of us have bladder problems, we're leaking when we're laughing and so forth and so on. So both genders can benefit from exercising that area. Right. And like I said, you know, it's not like you have to, you know, make it a, this daily routine, but it's about being conscious, uh, conscious about it, as well as trying to add more, more fruit and vegetables, less um, alcohol and drugs, because those restrict capillaries um, of blood vessels in the body and over time it does affect you so it's it's important to do that so all of this information basically helps um, with the having the best penis and best sex or best vagina you know that's why a lot of times just like when an older woman gets with a younger man and, you know, he, he could have been a younger man and he could have been with quite a few women, but an older woman would be, she would be more in tune with her body. That is the difference between an older woman and a younger woman. Older woman is more usually, usually more in tune with her body. So, and she's more free with it and she knows how to work certain things over time. And that is a skill. Sometimes some young women have the same skill. They're more in touch with their body. And the more in touch you are with your body, the more enjoyable and more pleasure you can bring somebody else. Henceforth, that's how you can get an entanglement, an unexpected entanglement if you're an older woman and you get a younger man. A lot of times you can basically whip them. Just like a woman can whip a man. Right. So, um... You know, a lot of times people don't realize that. And that's what the biggest part about it is. And that is what starts off an addiction as a as compared to falling in love with someone after sexual encounters. What do you think about that? 
well, you know, I do feel that, you know, um, as you get older, you do know what to do and you know what you want. Um, and I think when you have an older woman and a younger man, you know, there's the possibility that the, the young man could get turned out, um, based on his experience with that woman because I do feel that as we get older our sexual peak is higher I do believe that so we want something that matches that okay and I'm not saying anything about the men out there or the women out there that are younger you know that are older the same age that don't match it but I do find that as you get older, you wanting to have more sex, I believe, increases. Even though people talk about menopause and all this other stuff, um, I don't know. I just feel that you wanting to have more sex increases. And you want to meet that. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you might meet that in somebody younger. And then, you know, might be 10 years younger, maybe three years younger. But like five to ten years younger, um, you would think that, you know, that person will meet you there. But what I find is that some young guys, um, when, when they get with older women or guys that get with older men, um, there's, a, there's an intensity that's going on there. And there is a possibility that that younger person um, can become even more enamored with the older person in terms of sex. So um, yeah. there is that possibility. Well, it, the possibility usually exists. Usually if a younger person, male or female, falls in love with an older person, there's a certain amount of admiration that comes along with that. Right. Now, having had a young man in my life before <laughs> a lot of it um a lot of that comes from younger men will appreciate certain things about being with an older woman mm -hmm. and a lot of that is her focus it could be her drive she already knows what she wants she takes care of her body mm -hmm. um, you know a lot of people um some people will make fun oh you know She's a cougar, you know, she's taking this little young cub. It's, it's not so much about she's taking a young cub. It's just that he appreciates, he can appreciate because she carries herself like a woman. Nowadays, the definition of a woman or femininity has been skewed. Like, I mean, if you go by appearance sake as compared to younger, like before femininity was not defined by if you had like a 32 inch weave and spandex mm -hmm. that did not make you feminine. Right. It still doesn't. Okay. Because femininity does not mean you have to expose every part of your body. So right. when a younger person is attracted or enamored by it, or it, that's where it starts because there is the appreciation of how she carries herself him or her carries themselves as a man or a woman but in this case we're talking about a woman you know not saying that older men don't but maybe older men may have expectations so they don't appreciate it so for example if it's a woman that wears heels 
you know, she pampers herself, she does her nails, she does her face, you know, she does all those quote-unquote girly, girly things. Then that's where the admiration comes in. Because a lot of times, most people, if they're in your same um, age bracket, they're not going to acknowledge that. They may not always appreciate that. You know, or or they may not even see it as special. Whereas right. someone who's younger, who's around other people their age, and they see what's not there, because this newer generation, you know, they don't necessarily wear dresses like that. They don't, you know, not that there's anything wrong with it. I mean, but they don't. They their beauty is more it's in different. the makeup. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a totally different thing. Yeah, their their beauty could be inner beauty also um i do find that to be different um with this generation because they don't focus like generate generation x which is our generation Mm -hmm. where we were looking at you how you wore your heels and you know how much makeup you had on and all this kind of stuff we really were i i I don't know if i want to go as far as say we're shallow um but to some extent no 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 I don't think it's necessarily shallow. Shallow. What I think, what I'm saying is, this newer generation doesn't really define femininity as the same thing. Femininity does not have to be in your face to no. show its beauty right. and strength. Whereas right. this form of and it is more being a female because everybody is is carbon copied. The, the general thing is it's very long exaggerated we are, we we've very long exaggerated hair or whatever not saying it's not beautiful not saying it doesn't look good but there is no softer side it's very straight it's very in your face very bold right. femininity is a combination of the two so right. it's, it's like it doesn't the the array of when a woman can be that way right. um to not being that way right. more subtle Right. The appreciation of subtlety is not, that's maybe what it well, is. The they, appreciation of subtlety is not there. Right. They, or exhibit. Well, right. Sometimes they, you know, if you if you look androgynous, doesn't bother them. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I notice about them. You know, <laughs> they don't get hung up, oh, you look like a man. Like, um, Miss Swan, you look like a man, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> It's, it's, <laughs> you look like a man. That's Miss Swan, right? Right. right. But these these um, young people. One thing I do admire about them, they don't get hung up on that. They don't. They, really no, don't. they don't get they don't get hung up on that. But sometimes it doesn't have to be hung up on it. But it it is a fine line, meaning that you don't always have to be so direct with everything. Right. That's the difference between male and female. You lose the balance of, of of nature with that energy because it's an energy. Regardless of how you how you view it, it's still an energy. And one one energy is supposed to be bold, out front, aggressive, whatever you call it. And the other one should be a little more subtle, which complements that and vice versa. Both of them complement each other. But because the balance is off, it's very hard. You you have some some who act who act a certain way, but then want a certain level of respect. It doesn't always go hand in hand. You see what I'm saying? And vice 
It's the same thing with men. Like, you know, men may act or treat a, a person a certain way, but then you want to be respect and, and love, but you don't know how to respect and love people, basically, is what I'm saying. But we don't want to stay on that. Um, we were basically focusing on the act of being hooked and falling in love. So um, when it comes to a younger person with an older person, it's, it starts with a certain amount of admiration. And then what complete the fantasy is the sex the sex right. is because it, it could be a no hold bar when you're with an older person they have their inhibitions are lowered i'm not going to say they're born but they're lowered and they're more in touch they're going to be more comfortable they're going to be more free they're not going to there is no oh making fun of you or you know relying on one thing right. there's going to be creativity there there's going to be a full enjoyment of each other's body and that that is what is going to hook almost anybody yeah or make draw some more into it because if you are comfortable with your body and you're uncomfortable and you're comfortable with the next person's body you show them that this is a and that's another thing have, creating a safe environment if right. you can have sex with someone in a safe environment right. and when i say safe environment meaning you are free to be you you are not judged. You are not judged if you want to do something different. Right. You know, whatever that, you know, if you, I don't know, if you want to wear a monkey suit during sex and they're like, oh, right. okay. Hey, let's, hey, I'm Tarzan. You're, what, what was the little monkey's name? I don't know his name, but whatever his name was. But if, a, if, an, if an environment Cheetah. is created between, Cheetah, that was his name. Okay. You're Tarzan, I'm <laughs> Right. But the point, if a person, if the person creates a safe song, meaning you're not judged on what you do or how you do it or the way you do it and they love it and they enjoy it or they like it and they're willing to try it, then that is the attraction. Then that's where you'll want more. You'll be addicted more. You'll fall in love with it. You may even fall in love with the person because safety is important. That's, that's like, right. it, and that's in any, that is the foundation of any good relationship. Men hear me carefully. <laughs> okay. And this can go for women too. This, this does go for women too. Please hear me carefully. When a person is in a safe environment with you, mentally, physically, or emotionally, meaning they can show a naked side of themselves they can be their self themselves you accept them for themselves then that is the foundation of a good relationship that is the foundation of the addiction or love because they are safe there they're willing to open themselves but once that safety is broken it is hard to get it back so men, men, and I'm going to say men who always want to know, well, you know, I'm sorry if I cheated and this and that. And I told her, you have to make her feel safe. Right. So that means if you cheated and your side chick approached your wife or your girlfriend or your boo or whoever it was, and she wasn't supposed to, and you didn't check her at the door, you're going to have problems because now she no longer feels safe. Right. Okay. Secure. Just want to say that. 
because I want people to understand that. People try to, you must make a person feel safe. When, you know, men don't, women don't always feel safe and secure around their partners, male or female. And if that is the case, that's when you're going to have the problem. Right. But back to the whole topic of sex and addiction or good whack. But once again, the movement of the body is very another um, important. So if you have all those things, you do your Kegel on both sides, female and female. Um, you watch your diet and you, I would say you, you have good body movement. Whether you know how to move your pelvic area properly or you know how to lift someone, you know how to position them, right. you know, learning how to work bed is very important, no matter what size you are. That's right. You know. You know, cause I, I think. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. add to it because it's not like you to add. <laughs> yeah, it's important. You know, I'm not saying that you got to be like hitting the gym or nothing like that, but just just by walking because remember we're talking about when you're having sex that means your blood is circulating and you want to make sure mm-hmm. you have good circulation and there are people when you have diabetes that affects circulation so therefore it may affect your sex organs in terms of blood circulation okay mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. you drink alcohol that affects blood circulation so you want to make sure that not only you're eating properly okay because you know in order for your you know for you to have good penis <laughs> or good dick as you said and you want that whap to the whap 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 which <laughs> is wet ass pussy that's what they call it or wet vagina well, yeah, that's what our lovely Frank Cardi said. Yeah. So <laughs> you want to make sure yeah. that you're taking, you're doing some, you can do some basic exercise. Nobody's asking you um, to be Jack LaLanne or go to Blink Fitness to do all of this. But some of the things that the professor has mentioned about the Kegel exercises between your legs that strength, strengthens your inner thighs. Okay, and also not only strengthens the inner thighs, it also promotes circulation in those areas. And it affects your bowels, it also affects urination, the whole nine. So there's some other benefits to Kegel, not just um, for sex, you know. So you want to make sure that you can do basic exercises, things that promote blood circulation, like walking, okay, or if you jog right or you do leg lifts right or stretching your arms right so you and also eating foods that promote good blood circulation because remember it's not just your body functioning like you using your vagina and that's it everything is connected your brain your brain got to be working because guess what blood flows in the brain so you you know you have to take care of yourself so like they say you are what you eat so if you eat pizza pizza clogs the arteries so tell me where in that means that your blood is circulating if your arteries are clogged your blood's not circulating that well is that correct well absolutely that is true uh diabetes is basically has to do with um 
poor circulation in the body. Um, and you're right. It is important that you do um, do in, improve your cardio, like being able to breathe, you know, because clogging the arteries, you know, developing, I think it develops into plaque as you get older and lessens the circuit, the flow of the circulation of the blood. That's very that that can have a traumatic effect on your um, sexual organs and its performance, the ability to perform. The body needs oxygen. That's right. And the blood, the blood goes through every basic every part of the body. That's right. It reaches it through the circulatory system. So if there is a lessening of that somewhere, it's going to show up. Just like um, now, I believe that when a lot of women suffer from menopause and they have a lack of a sex drive, then nine times nine times out of ten, what I have seen now, I don't know if it's scientifically proven, somebody can check it out and then contact me about it, but a lot of times it's lack of activity yes throughout her because most women that i know where they just are totally turned off from sex after menopause or during the process is because they were not that active to begin with when they were to begin with that's right so if you have the activity you can either prolong the process or you can um have maybe help your sex life but you have to start as soon as possible you know there's a lot of people who have they may have been very inactive when they were younger but they started health regimens and they are you know in great shape now and that's why you also have some women who are older and they're still able to be, get pregnant yes. you know they can still have their period regularly like there's no problem and looks like it's not stopping because there's a certain amount of activity there's a certain amount of um care that is taken with the body activity and it is very important and a lot of people don't see that or don't know that and that's important you know that's and it's important that you said that because especially in older women you know we suffer from menopause um, and that, you know, menopause causes the estrogen to decrease and that affects also the healthy bacteria in your vagina and that puts you at risk for urinary tract infections. But that means mm-hmm. that the, the vagina at worst um, can become very dry or can tear. But if you find that you're very dry, you can use vaginal lubricants you know what i'm saying you can use astroglide or ky jelly right um uh-huh. and if you're <clears throat> you need help with dryness sometimes there's burning also but you can also um they also prescribe a low dose of vaginal vaginal estrogen um which is a cream right and what it does it restores the vaginal tissue to its pre-menopausal state and it reverses thinning and dryness but um some people were saying that there um what's that um uh, herb moringa something like that well um that well, boosts that's what I was sexual drive 
well, that's what I was about to talk. There's there's a couple of sexual herbs that you can use. Um, there's there's three of them that I'm I'm looking at right now. One is Hong Cat Ali, which boosts testosterone, improves fertility, increases muscle mass, balances libido, improves sexual power. The other one is Epimedium Extract. It increases estrogen, improves libido, boosts circulation, fights vaginal dryness, and erectile dysfunction. Um, the last one is maca root. Maca root. Hormone. That's what it is. Maca root. Yeah, ma- it balances hormonal hormones, menstrual problems, menopause, sexual dysfunction, and improves fertility and dysfunction. Now, um. I'm just going to tell you what I do personally. Personally, I am I'm not against modern medicine. So let's get that straight. I don't want my DM or email blown up about I'm anti this. I'm not. What I do feel is that it's important to try to do as much natural as you can for your body to bring it to its most natural state. Now, if you have a pre-existing condition or a chronic condition, I wouldn't advise that to do that as an immediate source. That's something that you would have to work on over time. So when it comes to my health, I go and do the natural first and see what I can do before I get the modern medicine. And then, you know, if so, and this is my personal philosophy, so that I can use less of it. Not that I, I don't use it. But I use less of it because I want my body to continually learn how to fight and handle certain things. Right. So I will, I will engage and I will use certain herbs. I'll look it up. I, my, you know, sister who's a vegan who gives me a lot of great advice on it. Um, I do believe that as you as you go older, it's important to replenish the body with minerals, vitamins, and certain herbal roots. You do that in combination with some form of exercise, then you will be at a better level. Um, I, that's why I said I do that personally. So um, that helps me in skin, skin tone, body function, sexual body function, day to day. If if I was more intense about it. I would probably be at a much higher level than what I already am. And I'm still, every day is, like everybody else, it's a struggle for me too. <laughs> it may not yeah. seem like it, but I have my moments where, no, I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat that. I want some pizza. I want some pepperoni right. pizza right now. Right. Okay. We have our moments and you have to allot yourself that, especially when you are coming from bad habits. It does not mean that you cannot change. But right. all, like I said, all of maintains your sexual health but it also in turns sexual health is also connected to mental health so if you are you know some people can have a mental illness and be highly sexual but you know that doesn't necessarily mean their body parts work so if you um um if you want to improve that you have to work on your mental health and you know you keep a a certain level of positivity yes you know taking time for yourself 
also taking a break because we have to take a break from work yes. and we have to take a break from life. You yes. know, I personally, you know, I have a lot on my plate. Um, you know, I take care of my mom and that can be stressful for me. So I have to find a moment of, of solitude for myself, even if it's 10 minutes a day. It's right. something that I have to do. Think about that. Well, I agree with you because I am a caregiver myself and um, I have to take breaks myself. Um, You have to be very careful. Like for me, I exercise. That helps me walking, helps me um, to give me good mental health clarity um, as well. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be careful how you talk to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. we could wake up in the morning and wake up with thoughts from yesterday. And that's natural, but be careful. Because you could be playing a tape in your head. And that could determine what level of anxiety you're going to have for the day. You know, or worry. So what you can do, like, you know, what I've been doing lately, when I get up, I find that if I get up, I pray. Um, another thing to do is, you know, um, have something to play that's soothing, that calms you. Like, have your playlist. It could be gospel. It could be smooth jazz. It could be anything. But have something, or you can have motivationals. A lot of times I like to listen uh, to T.D. Jakes, you know, and I might listen to something that he said that would motivate me, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, that's very positive. So your mental health does affect your sexual performance. It does. Um, It absolutely does. That's right. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And I was just going to say, um, this message is not just for women. It's also for men because men are very neglected in that area of, yes. of addressing their mental illness. And let me not say mental illness because people want to say I'm crazy. No, I'm not saying that you're crazy, but your mental health. Men, you guys need to take a break. You know, sometimes you may need to. If you want to do this by yourself, because I know some of you are very macho and I don't want anybody to say I'm trying to emasculate anybody. Let's not even go there. Right. But if you need to go, need to cry, you you know, because men right. need to cry, too. And you don't want to seem like a babbling idiot by crying. Go in the bathroom, you know, and cry your eyes out. If somebody asks you what's wrong, just tell them you was really constipated and, and that that's it. That's all. They don't need to know <laughs> nothing else. They'll get alone. Like, if you don't want to party, they know why you cry. I'm just right. saying, but the point is, I say that to say, the point is, men, you guys need to do the same thing for yourself. It's very important that you take some time for yourself, whether that, you know, whatever it is that makes you feel good. Because a lot of lately, what's been going in on in the world, a lot of men are, feel, and they are probably right in many ways, that their masculinity is under attack. Because we we come, you know, the new term of toxicity, um, toxic masculinity, toxic, you know, and I personally 
sort of disagree with that topic because if it's toxic, it shouldn't be. It's not defined as masculinity. Masculinity is not just just like femininity is not supposed to be toxic. Right. And that's something that you're just toxic, period, right. point blank, period. Point you're blank, toxic right. And it has nothing to do there. with your gender. With, right. If you're toxic, right. you're toxic. It's, Toxic, yeah. Let's not make men more toxic than women. That's crap. Right. If you're a toxic female, you're a toxic female. If you're a toxic man, you're just toxic. We're going to take the gender off. Right. So a lot of men have been feeling under attack, which can also affect one's libido um, and their, their own masculinity as if they can't be men. Because let's face it, women, men, not always like men it doesn't mean they can't have a soft side and we have to be careful on how we define what soft side is for them because they're they're them we can't say what is soft because i'm not a man Mm -hmm. just like a man shouldn't say what's necessarily soft for me neither individual Mm -hmm. okay when we talk about when i about masculine feminine energy that's different it's a balance between two in in the spiritual world in the the abstract world we're talking about two energies that are different the yin and the yang black and white one is one each one complements the other when i'm talking about what's soft for you like if a man wants to cry doesn't mean that he's weak it doesn't mean that he's less than if a man wants to say that he's upset it doesn't mean that he's weak or that he's less than Okay, he should be able to say that without losing faith. That's right. And a woman, and the, and the same thing, a woman, a woman should be able to say that she's hurt or whatever without losing faith. Right. Or you know, being shamed about it. And I and I, f- I feel very strongly about that. But I'm going to get back on topic. Um, it's important that men, you guys, do something for yourself, whatever it is. If you have a partner then and you need attention okay don't seek attention from somebody else okay attention you and and when i say seek attention because guys can like flowers too that's Doesn't right mean they're less than a man because they like flowers and when and I, and you can go out and get your man some flowers now it. it doesn't mean you buy him a bouquet every single week but you gotta be able to show him appreciation other than giving him your vagina sorry ladies a vagina is not a present all the time because there's so many of them float and I agree with you (laughs) and that goes (laughs) that goes for get it on uh, that one (laughs) that's right that goes for gay relationships especially when you have relationship with us a woman that's butch or stud um, with a femme, you know, a lot of times women that are femme, you know, think that the butcher stud is supposed to give the femme flowers, which some do, right? But, you know, we're women, whether we're butch, stud, or femme. And I'm the type of person, I'm the more um, aggressive one or, you know, tomboyish one. I like flowers. And I remember telling um, one of my girlfriends, you know, I said, I like flowers, too. You know, I like giving them, but I like receiving them, too. You know, Mm -hmm. and one of my exes, one thing I must say about her, she was good about that. Mm -hmm. 
she didn't have a problem mm -hmm. going to get me a bouquet of flowers. Mm hmm You know, mm -hmm. so, I, you know what I'm saying? I think that's great. I think, I think we women, I mean, I do that for them, the men I'm with. I will pamper them. Like, I will give them breakfast in bed. Like, I like to give gifts or I like to do stuff for them. Like I I, I give a mean body massage. Like my, my shit is on point. I should own a shop. I'm just saying I gotta put that out there with that. Uh -oh. Don't nobody call one. Don't nobody ask me for one. I'm just telling you. But I'm just saying. Like I think it's very important to pamper your man. And right. I mean I'm not saying your vagina is not good, ladies. Your pussy ain't good. And I'm not saying he don't love your pussy. But you need to give him something a little more. You know? Right. You need to really give him something that requires some thought. Yeah. <laughs> giving somebody your JJ doesn't require much thought. No. Just like him giving you his dick doesn't require a lot. Because you're going <laughs> to get it any goddamn. Right. You're going to get it anyway. Let's be right. clear. You gonna okay. get the, you gonna get you the present. Get <laughs> That's your problem. You need to work that one out. I mean, That's you right. Can call me. I talk. To you. I'm just saying. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> right. You know. Right. But I'm you got to do other requires, things. Yes. Exactly. And that that is they they would appreciate that too. They can some of them will grump and uh, but trust me. You do those little cute things, those little nice things, letting them know you appreciate them or you love them or whatever, whatever you think they're sexy or hot or whatever that story is. Let you stop doing that. You see that all that grumping and rolling and, and stuff like that was a crock of bullshit. They really want it, but they don't, they don't want to say it and they don't want to seem, and this is not no offense to gay men. They don't want to seem like a gay or faggot or whatever. They don't want to seem like that. They don't want to seem like they're less than a man. So please don't nobody call me in the DM about that. I'm just using an expression. So call me little hot ass now. But I'm just saying that this is what they don't want to think. And we right. women have to let men go in different ways. And when you start doing that to each other, the, the feeling will go to other couples and people will start doing nicer things for for whatever just to show appreciation because it's always good to show appreciation that's right so. <laughs> yeah because a vagina is not that special I mean special it's not that special so I hate to tell y'all ladies that and I know I'm gonna get it but you need to do something else for your man well, at least you, men, you need to do something yeah. to lead up to that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, like I, you know, I remember when I was was married, and me and my ex husband used to do parties. Like he he always well he did parties really, but he came up with an event, and it came after Valentine's Day, and it was called a steak and a blowjob day, and that was just for men. They got a steak and a blowjob because those are the two favorite things they like. And, you know, because wow. blowjob is just for a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the whole concept is the appreciation of a man. Just like Val Valentine's Day is the appreciation of your mate. The, the, fem the femme of the relationship. That goes for gay and lesbian too. That's okay? Right. So, okay. So if the femme gets in a gay and, and lesbian relationship 
gets the attention on Valentine's and in the heterosexual relationship, the female gets the attention on Valentine's Day, then okay, femme on both sides, you have to do something for the dom, which is your man, your boo, Whatever. the side, right. you have to do for them. That's okay? Right. And it's fake. And a blowjob day, I don't know what you would call it. What would you call it as a lesbian? What, 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 steak and a, I don't know. What do you, what do you call it? Like Steak and whap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm learning. Steak and whap. I don't know. I was going to say steak and a strap on day. I don't know. Like, I don't well, know. Well, like, it could be that. Me. It could be steak, could be whap, and strap on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on saying. that note, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, yeah. Well, the point is, <laughs> the point is very clear. Okay, yes. I think I made a point. Okay, it's it's just very important. So if you want to have the WAP and you want it to keep going, then it's important that both parties, you know, take care of their health, their physical health, their mental health, their sexual organs, their body. As much as you can, I'm not. A, I'm not saying that you should be a fanatic and that you know tomorrow you're gonna look like some, you know, android that came, you know, got revitalized in some spaceship and you got a brand new body and everything. I'm not saying that, but just take the best care of yourself while you're out there. Enjoy your sex. Create right. your safe space and you know for you and your partner. And whether you're young or old, if you can be comfortable with that person, because I realize that the more comfortable I am with myself, the easier it is to turn somebody out. I think that's when you're when you're comfortable with yourself, you can turn anybody out, even the most person. Oh, I can't get turned out, especially those people. Those people say, no, that could never happen to me. That could never happen to me. Those are the first ones on the turnout line. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <Turn out. laughs> They no, they're not turned out. They strung out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they talk the most shit too. <laughs> yeah, they do. Ah, you ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, they be the ones that get turned out. <laughs> you know, you know what? Or or what it is? I remember it. What it? Yeah, let me let me tell you how this is gonna go. You know what I'm saying? You know. Or they the no ones. They the up. ones that that say they don't like oral sex until you do oral sex on them. <laughs> They be like, nah, I tell you this how you gonna get stung. I mean, you know, I don't and know then, if I want to deal then, with you because you feel like you're out, right? It's funny because I know, um, you know, that my last girlfriend, I, you know, had, you know, we had sex. It was nice, um, and she's normally a person that doesn't like oral sex. So when mm-hmm. we did oral sex, she was like, you know what? By the way, that was good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she's not mm-hmm. particularly a person that likes that, but she was like, "Wow." Well, <laughs> well already came. She had already came into the relationship with a preconceived notion, and yeah. usually when you come into something with a preconceived notion, like, "Yo, I'm not gonna get turned out." Nah, it's not like that. I'm just, you know, this, we just this. We just hooking up. We just it's just you and me. Ain't nothing special going on here. When you put something on it, and you know you show it somebody like that's when it happens. That's when you get turned out the most. Right. That's right. 
So, Professor, we've come yes, we, to, the, to end the end of well, the road. We've come to one end. <laughs> yeah, one end. There's there's other ends, but that's another story. Well, but tell people how they can reach you. Yes, like I said, you can reach me at talk to the professor at gmail.com um, on Instagram at POB Professor on Facebook. Um, you can reach me under Pearls of Black. You can also email me at Pearls of Black at gmail.com. Um, let's see. You can reach me at the professor or professor at love, sex, and relationship.com. And that's it that I can think of right now. But okay. those are the many ways you can reach me and leave me a message. Okay. You can also go to my website to look at some products, which is www.proseblack.com, or you can email me and I can send you pictures of various different items because I don't carry everything on the site. It's too much. But what about you, Professor Love? Well, I just want to give a shout out to Brandon Meeks. Uh, he created the backing track for this show, Love, Sex, and Re- Relationships. Make sure you hit up Brandon Meeks at BrandonMeeks.com. Giving him a shout out, doing some great lo-fi music for the background for this show. You can catch Professor T. Love at www.prn.fm at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where you can hear a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music. You can also catch me on Live 365 on my radio network and also where you can hear Love, Sex, and Relationships at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays, baby. Tune in and get hooked. And also... You can catch a bowl of soul. You can hit me up at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. I am also on iHeartRadio. Make sure you go to my website, a bowl of soul.com, where you can download some soul to go. And stay tuned because we're going to be bringing some more shows to the a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network so we are going to bid you good night and professor yes i want to well i also want to say uh thank you to miss cardi b for coming out with the lovely soul rap which was the inspiration for this and that lovely um person miss meg the stallion those two women (laughs) brought up a lot of controversy but it was great and we enjoyed this uh I hope they get to listen to this or even one day come on the show. That would be great. But I am going to say goodnight for this. I hope you enjoy the show and the other ones will come. So we're going to say goodnight. And goodnight to you. And make sure you tune in to Love, Sex, and Relationships. Relationships. Have a good night. Goodnight.